Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Kenya Moore. Welcome. Kenya yes, Moore. Thank you. Yeah. How you feeling this morning? I feel good. You look good. Look thank good. You. Yes. Thank rolling. you. No yes. sleep, but you know. No sleep. <laughs> yes. 4 a.m. My daughter's here. Okay. Okay. So um, she helicopters in the bed. You know. Mm. Turns around, yep, kicks, yep. turns. How old is she? She twirls in the bed. She's five. She just turned five. Five. Yeah. Aww. She just turned five. So, yeah. yes, we had like a wonderful birthday party for her. She was a princess, mm-hmm. Disney princesses, and mm-hmm. all well, that. I expect stuff. nothing other than that. I mean, with the mother you know, she had. Oh, come right. on. And she I know had you an outfit change. Yeah. You know, custom everything. And I know you tired real When you start, when you talk about being tired, you put your head down like, Lord, I'm mercy. <laughs> well, you're here for uh, the Carlisha Gather story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. for people that don't know, uh, break down who she is. Uh, she was a, a young lady abducted, and yes. she yeah. was smart enough to leave clues. So, so break it down, and the police were able to find her abductor. I mean, you just told the story. <laughs> 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 break it down, bro. Then explain the whole movie. Then he explained the whole movie. 
movie. No, so it's the Carlisha Gaither story, um, Abducted Off the Street. It's a Lifetime movie. It's going to be premiering on Saturday. We're so excited. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a young lady. It was like all in the news. She's from Philadelphia. She was a nurse's assistant. She was 22 and she was walking home after a family gathering. And there was this, you know, crazy guy, psycho killer, um, rapist who basically snatchers, you know, you tell your kids, you know, you better be careful because somebody can snatch mm-hmm. your ass. And that's exactly what happened. Um, he forced her into the car, but she was smart enough that she started leaving little clues, like, um, making him like, go to the ATM machine and use her, her ATM card wow, to, wow. you know, so yeah. of course there's a trail on that. Mm-hmm. Um, she dropped certain things that they would get out of the store, like her, her cut, her handcuffs and mm-hmm. things like that. So she was just like really, really cognizant of, I need you guys to find me and this is how you can. So she was just leaving clues. Um, and she ended up getting rescued within wow. seven 72 hours. Wow, that's an amazing story. It's like the Hood, Hansel, and Gretel or something. Yeah, Yeah. it was was intense. So I play her mom. I know, yes, yes, I know I look too young to play this girl's mom. Because we was definitely going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and the mom's name is Keisha. Yeah, her her name is Keisha. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was just really determined, really determined to find her child. Mm -hmm. And the one thing about this story is, you know, when we come up missing, black women, black girls, the news coverage is not there. It's mm-hmm. just like such a disparity in the way they cover us going missing and the way they cover other people going That's missing. So, White um, people. yes, yeah. others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love this for us. I love this for lifetime because they've like taken on this initiative to highlight all of these black girls missing stories mm-hmm. and like a series that lifetime is doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but her, um, back to you know the role that I play is a really serious role for me. Is one of like I haven't been a lead in a movie in a long time, mm-hmm. so um, I'm just excited. You know she's tough, she's brave, mm-hmm. um, and she's like you know in a way very controlled. She's a thinker. Um, she's not like emotional. Like, oh, what happened to my baby? Um, yeah, you know, falling. I didn't want to play her like that. I wanted to play her controlled and like methodic. Did you talk to the mom? Child. Yeah. Did you get a chance to talk to the mom and, and see no, what her mental was? No, no, no. They've been active. Like, you know, the story is pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. So she's not, um, she didn't come to the set. She's, mm. but she's been talking to producers and writers, mm-hmm. Carlisha. And, um, but it's really, a, you know, it's still really kind of yeah. fresh. So I don't know if you'll ever, like, really talk to her or see her anytime soon. Did you get to meet Carlisha? How involved was no, she? No, yeah. not, not either. No, not Carlisha's her. the one who's been, like, giving her, you know, her right. accounting of what happened. But, uh, yeah, she hasn't been seen. She may mm-hmm. show up, but I'm not sure. But yeah. I just respect the fact that through all the pain and, I mean, the ordeal, the, the man almost killed her and he raped her mm-hmm. um, wow. uh, multiple times. So... She survived, and she was determined. Yeah. Like, her sole focus was, I need to get home to my family. Did you take this role after, I can't remember the lady's name, but after the girl who was on the side of the road said she's seen a white baby walking down? Yeah, that was, I, Carly Ross. That you, was, I Carly shot Russell, it, yeah. Did I you take shot it before, it before. that? Oh, really? I shot okay. it before, but okay. imagine. Like, they're kind of parallel, but obviously one was lying. But the fact right. that she was trying to capitalize off of, like, someone 
kidnapping her, abducting her. So that was like, and then to see a real story, yes. you know, like this, yes, play out like that. That has to be that just make you feel bad. Exactly, yeah. like girl, this, this stuff is really happening. Girls yeah. are not coming home, and you over here playing with yeah. us, playing yeah. in our faces. So that was so perfect. as a mother, how. Did you relate to the role? Like, how did was it very sensitive for you? Some parts, yeah. just because you you are a mom. Yeah, um, it was tough because in my mind, I, I put the script down when I read it the mm. first time. I I think I read ten pages, and then I was like, oh, I can't do this. I was like, yeah, no, this one is not for me because it did like hit hit close to home. Um, I think a mother's biggest fear, especially a mother of a of a of a daughter, a girl, you you want to protect them at all costs and your biggest fear is something will happen to them. Um, And so when I read the first scenes of her being snatched, her being, you know, raped, all that stuff, I was like, Oh, I can't, I can't do this, you know? And then I thought about, okay, let me, why, why did this script come to me? Because I think it's a higher, it's, 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 it's a deeper reason why projects come to you or work comes to you. I think it's, divine steps so i said let me let me look at this in a different way why should i do it awareness yeah awareness Mm -hmm. because honestly the way that the story is written in the movie unfolds it will save lives if you watch this movie you will get ahead of situations you will avoid situations you will know what to do in situations to basically survive and get back home Mm -hmm. you know um so I said, you know, if I can help to save lives, especially with girls and women who look like me, that's that's all the reason I needed to, like, overcome my fear. I wonder how triggering this is for the family, like, when they watch yeah. it. And, and for, you know, Carlisha, like, when she yeah. watches it. Like, you kind of got to relive all of that. You yeah, know? you do. Um, I, I don't know. Um, You know, we haven't had an opportunity to talk to her, but I think she was just so brave to tell her story. Mm-hmm. But she has two kids. You know, I know that she's focusing on that. And she um, had two kids before the situation. Or I, I, I've seen photos. Okay. It's, it's actually a photo at the end of the movie. And she's uh, the the children are fairly young. Two little boys, I think. Um, so I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, she's focusing on being a mom. So can you imagine, like, being able to talk? Mm. about? I think she had them after, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to ask. Uh, I know you're a housewives OG. Oh, See, now we're going to get into the match. I have to ask. We, we, we talked about the movie Why You Here in Lifetime, yeah. February 10th, 8th, 7th Century. We yeah. got, we got, that out the, way. We got the work done. The okay, what is it? Candy recently <laughs> says she's not doing Housewives anymore. What, yeah. what, what's your thoughts after 14 years? I heard you behind the scenes saying how happy you were that she's not coming back. Now you know, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> how happy she was that behind the scenes. That is a lie. Mumbling. Mumblings and rumblings, you know. No, um, so I knew she had told me before um that she had made the decision, and um sometimes you know you need you may need a break, you know she's doing a lot of things that girl is a mini mogul, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, she's doing she's got her hands in some of everything, and she's very successful, and honestly, money just matriculates around candy. You know, for years, for years, like Candy, <laughs> she's got the Midas touch. Whatever she touches mm-hmm. turns to gold. So she is going to be obviously all right financially. I think she might just be like, you know, I want to explore some other things. I think it's because they did take so long to try to figure out who's coming back. What are they doing with the cast? So 
I'm happy for her. You know, I think yeah. she's chasing her dreams. She's happy. Her relationship is great. Her family is good. Um, I remember they announced they was getting rid of everybody at one point, didn't they? There were rumors. They didn't announce there were rumors. Okay, but, okay. Yeah. Dang, yeah, yeah, everybody? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. They were trying to do like, they were saying that they possibly could do a recast like New York did. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, you can't get it, get rid of everyone. It's too many, like, you mm-hmm. know, we're the, we're the OGs of the na- and... network. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we were the crown jewel of Bravo above all the other shows. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we can get back to that. You people think the show lost its luster? Yeah, I was going to oh. say, people saying the ratings were low. See, that is that is a complete lie. The ratings mm-hmm. never drop. We are actually doing, we are in the top five of all of the shows on Bravo. So how are our ratings doing poorly? Yeah. That's just, again, things people say mm-hmm. because of their perception of what they're, the, you know, what they're looking at mm-hmm. um, in terms of, oh, well, I don't like this season, and which, you know, people always complain about seasons. And then they'll start saying, yeah, that's why the ratings are low. But they're comparing, they have to look at the ratings for the network and how mm-hmm. people are watching TV now. So before mm-hmm. they would always release live ratings, but the ratings count their plus 10 numbers. So they're plus threes, they're plus sevens, they're mm-hmm. plus tens. That's what they look at. And even our live ratings are, again, on par with the top five on the entire network. So what are you... That, mm. It's just rumors. People I believe that it, stuff. I, they, they like to be in the comments. And that that, that, yeah. that is yes. the, the comments. Yes. Yes. Oh, They like to be in the Because people were saying that the comments... That, you know, and, and people say that, but you know, people have their it's favorites. And everything is opinionated. Yes. Um, yes. But I want to ask you, uh, it, it took you... Three years to finalize your divorce. Well, yes. congratulations thank for you. you. Thank you. Yes, thank that's why you. we got the balloons for you. Eyes free. Eyes you know. free. Eyes yeah. free. Just what, got you balloons. And, and actually, I did. You got me balloons. Uh, um, yes, ma'am. You lying. Yeah. I'm not lying. <laughs> this is my first day. This is your, this <laughs> is your yeah. finalization. Yes. This is for your divorce. That's for Jeff's first day over there. I love it. I <laughs> love you. it. Look. This is amazing. Why did the judge still didn't sign off yet? Okay. So the paperwork is there. So I'm waiting. Every day I'm checking online to see if he, he um, signed off. He didn't yeah. yet foolishness yeah you know i i'm one i'm very sensible like i know what y'all might think of me on tv or whatever i'm on a show but i am very reasonable if you sit down and you talk to me and you make sense okay i didn't think we should ever go to court i think we didn't have any property together we didn't build anything together we had a child we can agree on the child support because he was already paying a, a number already yeah i'm like i'll take this i'm not gonna ask for more or less and Let's just you come in and you leave with what you came in, you know, with you leave with what you came in with. And that's what it should have been. And I don't think that all the money that we spent in court for him fighting me, he ended up with less than what he started with. And I'm out of three years of tuition for my child to go to school. So he wanted he wanted more. What, what, What did he want? Because it seems like, like you said, you you come in where I came in. That's what he wanted. Drama. He wanted drama. He he started off. The line just kept moving. Whenever and at some point, I was like, "Here you go. This what you want. Here you go." And the line kept being moved on mm-hmm. what he wanted. Then mm-hmm. it was this. Then it was that. And then he had the nerve to want. Now you remember how he was saying he didn't want to be on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then so he at the end he supposedly had some opportunity to be on TV and he wanted to film with my daughter. 
And I was like, but that's why I sued you to begin with, because you you wouldn't sign the release for Brooklyn to film with me, someone who's been on a show for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then you want to say, oh, well, if I go, I'm taking Brooklyn with me. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. That's the one thing I I stood on business with. Yeah, because I'm like, that's the one thing you're Mm. not going to take. I take care of this child 24 seven. And it is my right as the primary custodial parent to be able to allow her to, to do whatever I want her to do. Right. And he tried to basically remove that right from me when it comes to him because he yeah. wanted to do his little TV show. Yeah, because that there was a statement that he tried to undo your rights. As he a did. Mom. Yeah. Mm. When it comes to that. Yeah. He had so a whole now, TV show. He supposedly, he told me that, yeah, that they were filming. He wanted Brooklyn to film or he doesn't say a lot of details Mm, (laughs) on mm. purpose. So, but now I have sole custody. I was going to say, is he still doing that? Okay. Yeah, no, the judge awarded me sole custody. It sounds like he didn't want to let you go. It was that. He didn't want, he wanted his marriage. I know people see and say things, a lot of crazy stuff on TV. At the end of the day, that man will not sign those papers because if you want somebody to leave That's right. y- and y'all don't have anything together, why are you sitting here fighting? Yeah. I'm not arguing with you about child support. What else is there? Yeah. You why know? can't he just be honest about it? Why can't he just come to you and say, Kenya, I want to work he this did, out? He did. Oh, okay. He did before. And um, and I it. was just like, at some mm-hmm. point, I was like, I, it's too toxic. Um, they're not doing the work. You know, he wasn't doing the work. To me, he, to needed to, he, he needed to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And then we needed to go together. I always go to therapy. You know, I think that it's a great thing. I think so many years it's been like this dark stigma of, you know, black people think, you know, oh, therapy, Mm. what are you crazy? You know, saying things like that. But it is so beneficial to to just learning about yourself, how you interact with people. It's just necessary. So I was just like, well, you keep saying you want the marriage, but you're not doing the work. And then at some point I was just like, yeah. Over. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. What if he started doing the work now? Oh, well, apparently he has a fiance now, so I don't know. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> Jesus. What? That was fast. She black or white? So. Is she black or white? Is she black or white? She's, she's not uh, black. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Shame so. is Kenya Moore. So. Jesus. Yeah. I want so to ask how you feel about that, come, though. Come through with the Breakfast Club exclusive. <laughs> how do you feel about him and his white fiance? She didn't say white. No, she didn't say white. Because that was black and white. It's Asian, it's Spanish. There's so many other. Right, races. I don't really care what she is. Good good luck to her. That's what yeah. I mean. You know, wow. good luck to her. And at some point, that's all you can do is yeah, wish the next I, woman I luck. I wish you well. Mm-hmm. It's not my problem anymore. Please, judge, hurry up and sign my papers. <laughs> and then that's it. You know, I, I just feel a relief. Like, I, this is like the new era of me. I'm going to do any and everything that I want to do. Yeah. I feel like... When you have someone taking up that space in your life, you can't have anybody else come fill it because there's no space there. They're always in the back of your mind, you know, doing all kind of things to try to bring you down, hurt you, prevent you from thriving. And I feel like, you know what? You, you're you not going to hold me down anymore. Yeah. So this is new era of me, yeah, you know, so I'm, I'm actually happy. It feels good. When I heard that's that, I just good. laughed. I was like, oh, girl. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's good. Oh, not girl, but you know, but yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so co-parenting okay, is not girl. an issue. With... <laughs> co-parenting is not an issue with him at all now. Well, he doesn't see her to co-parent. So oh, he don't even see her. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the last time was like last year, March. Damn. Yeah. Are so... you keeping, are, is, is that because of you or because he's just not making the effort? He's not making the effort. It's, you know, he's not making the effort. She's here now. And he's from New York and you are in New York. He lives in Williamsburg. And you had a party in New York? I do a what? You said you had a birthday party. You had it in New York? No, no, no. Uh, her uh, birthday party is in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he lives across the bridge and she's here and he's too busy to see her. Damn. Yeah. So, Damn. Yeah. How are you enjoying being single? Uh, I don't know yet. It's uh, It's different. You know, especially I, these days. Yeah, it's different. It's it's different. But you know, thanks to Usher, oh. uh, it's been a lot of activity in the DM. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh, when, when he when when he serenaded you at the <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Oh, so you mean like people saw the video and it was like, damn, can yeah, you still got right. it? Like you forgot about this. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> you forgot about this. <laughs> See, that's OG talk there. You, you forgot know? about this. You forgot about this. You know all this. You know. Yeah, so it was fun. Like it's it's interesting. So you dating? Yeah, I'm dating. I'm dating. So what does somebody take Kenya that that you that you love? I mean, because I remember that list came out. They can't take you to Olive Garden. What's wrong with Olive Garden? Uh, oh, you mean like a cheesecake? You yes, mean? Cheesecake. Oh, because um, she was looking like I like. I Olive go to Garden. cheesecake factory probably twice a week, especially yeah. like with my daughter. I mean, I don't yeah. care about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. somebody that I can have fun with. That is a good person. That's a good partner who can make you laugh. Mm-hmm. They don't have to match me dollar for dollar. You know, they just have to. I don't want to take care of anybody, but you right. know what I mean. Be right. gainfully employed, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be a mega millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, and with your own yacht and private plane and all that, but just be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. So no, we can eventually build and get there. Yeah, together. we can get there together. You, know you have I mean? to have but the potential you, right. but and, and the desire. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be ambitious, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you get remarried? Yeah. 
Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that because you hear how, you, you know, some marriages, uh, you know, it doesn't work for women and then they just be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, and Cynthia I'm giving was up like on that. Love yeah. And, yeah. And then here oh, she is. Yeah. She got married two uh-huh. years or three years later. See, <laughs> like you, you just can't let one no, one you can't break my soul. Mind. Yeah. Mm-mm. I know that's right. Mm-mm. You can't break my soul. How has business been going with the hair spa? Girl, so good. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, um... It's it's amazing. Like it's learning a whole new business, you know, brick and mortar. Um, my hair care line is doing well. We're in like over five thousand doors. Kenya more hair care, you yes. know. It's Expanding in a in um in the spring to two more major retailers. Congratulations. So I'm just it's it's growing, you know yeah. what I mean? It's I'm doing well and in you business. You had a special client, your daughter. Yes, yeah. yes. How yes. was that to see she her? She asked. And, oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never straightened her hair, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't believe in, like, I just, little girls should just be little girls yeah. to me. If, unless it's a special occasion. Like, my grandmother did, you know, straighten my hair if it was, like, a birthday or, like, a wedding or something, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, every day. What do yeah. you sell, like, edge, edge, uh, edge protection and stuff? I sell everything, like shampoo, conditioners, like, you know, stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. Tangless, all that. Now, I saw you recently, too, say that uh, Nene Leak's future with Real Housewives of Atlanta is dead. Well, the way you just that, said it. Yeah, <laughs> yo. Oh, that's so what? Like, what? <laughs> he did not. He should be a housewife. Charlamagne, you are very, it's a house husband's it's coming dead. to you soon. Yeah. Starring Charlamagne yes. the guy. Boy. Jesus. He's, he's messy he's over messy there. Messy one. Well, you, said, you said she doesn't have a future. I didn't say no, she doesn't have a future. Real Housewives of Atlanta. I Listen, what I said was this, what Andy said, which is our boss. Mm-hmm. He decides yes or no. Recently, when we did BravoCon, the question always comes up because people love Nene. You know, they love her. And I love her, too. Like, I love her for the show. Been very, very um, clear about that and um, honest about that. He said, Nene told me to keep her name out of my mouth, and that's exactly what I'm doing. That is what he said verbatim. Mm -hmm. I didn't make that up. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's not my fight. I don't have a a dog in that fight. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was just the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Maybe things could change, but you know, she sued her employer. She was saying a lot of really nasty things about each and every one of, you know, the parties. I just don't know how you can come Make back up. from that, but Hey, I'm a forgiving person. So maybe there are people at the network and others that could forgive mm-hmm. and, and there may be a future. I don't know what those cards say. Yeah. I was just going by mm-hmm. what, our boss said. So where did that headline come from? Because I mean, they did, that is the headline. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I didn't. Well, not exactly how you said it, yeah, but it said, it said uh, uh, "Can you more says Nene Lee doesn't have a future with Real Housewives." Well, I said I don't think so. I, yeah, I can't I call somebody's future. You know, I'm just going by what our boss said. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's it. But you do think she'd be good? If she oh, I've always said that. Yeah. I mean, I've never mm-hmm. said she mm-hmm. wouldn't. She, I mean, listen, she was she was the breakout star of that show and she has left a legacy behind. Mm-hmm. Um and of course she's she's a mess. You know, you know Nene's a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she was online talking about oh, her yeah. uh her man and he wasn't good in bed mm-hmm. and he's this and that. Like, you know, yeah. I'm like, girl, why you have to put this business? <laughs> How old are you talking about this man like this? But uh, And yet and yet these are the things that people want to see is those, you know, yes, those they like messy. Right. They like people that don't have it together. Mm-hmm. Nobody is perfect. So yeah. if you can just take a peek at other people's lives and they're doing all kind of crazy stuff, it's mm-hmm. fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun convers- to watch a, tra- a train wreck, right? That's right. Did you That's see remember that conversation that was happening where they were saying how uh 
you know, like a black reality TV star couldn't get to the heights of a Kim Kim Kardashian. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. that was uh. Oh, who was that? I think it was Nene. That was Nene. I think it was Nene oh. and Carlos. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. she didn't get what at the time what Kim, Kim was getting. Correct. You think it's possible for a black reality TV star to get to the, the Kim Kardashian level? I mean, who, who else is on Kim Kardashian's level, whether they're on reality TV or not? Like That's true. Kim Kardashian is a billionaire mogul Mm -hmm. and who else could like who else is on her level forget about reality yeah and then we actually watched them grow up like their whole franchise the whole family you know you can't those are apples and yeah yeah, apples and oranges oranges you can't compare the two but I thought it was very interesting that she tried it though she I think that was a she tried it statement. Yeah. Because it's more than reality TV like like when it comes to Kim like it's not just that that made her who she is yeah, I mean, listen, there there are a lot of things at play there. There are mm-hmm. the family dynamics, you know, her her family came from like Holly, you know, Hollywood yeah. royalty. Yeah. Who she you know, dated? Who yeah, she dated? I mean, she's about a, her. She's a stunning girl. You know, was a stunning girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just say that they, you can, you can't compare the two. And yeah. what's for her is for her, That's and right. what what's for Nene is for Nene. What do you think about compensation? Do you think that you know? The black cast members get compensated like Beverly Hills, like Jersey, like yes. New York. Yeah, on our network, yeah. Nene was the highest paid. Well, Nene and then Candy took over that. But uh, at some point, yeah, the two t- highest paid women on the network were two black women. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for other networks. I don't really know the inner mm-hmm. workings. I, I can just tell you what I know. Do you still enjoy it? I enjoy it at times. You know, sometimes it's really fun. I didn't enjoy last season at all Why not? I, I just feel like it was dark it was people just there you know when people come in and they're so desperate to hold a peach yeah and they just do anything and lie and just cause commotion and it's not organic like when I came on I was a mess and I was a mess because I just was you know I wasn't trying to play this or play it. I wasn't trying to play the the reality star i became a reality star you know what i mean just being so because i was myself i didn't i didn't watch seasons ahead of time i didn't know what anybody was doing i was just Mm -hmm. reacting to all the stuff that was going on around me and then just bringing my own you know crazy life to the table Mm -hmm. these girls now they've had what 15 seasons to watch us study us and they know and they're fans they're coming in as fans and they're coming in desperate to hold the peach and that's what makes it unfortunate because when you are desperate for something, you will do anything. Mm-hmm. And we saw that play out. And um, and that that's, to me, what was unfortunate. Like, Kim Zolciak is a natural mess, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Nene had her own issues. She was funny, but she also had her, her, her issues that she brought. Candy has always been the poster child for being transparent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, with her mom's situation and all the things that's going on. So we just kind of need to go get back to what's real. What's real? Would you, you know? want to see that? The original, the OGs, Kim, you, Portia, Nene. Would you want to see that? You think people would want to see that? Cherie, all that? And just oh, to... yeah. People would call for that all the time. I don't think it's a possibility, but if they could make that happen, yeah, that would be cool. They need to do an ultimate girls trip and have all the OGs there. I think that, yeah, that, I would, think that, I think, I think that, that would be, be hot, right? That would be entertaining yes. to say the least. Yes. yes. Bravo, you better run me my check for that. <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> how, how, how hard was it, like, when you first made the transition? Because, you know, you come from the, the pageant world and you got to yeah, be buttoned I, up I, and I perfect. Yeah, I acted for, um, 
20, 20 plus years um, before even doing uh, reality. Real, reality. So that's why I was like clueless. Like, okay, what? We we don't have a schedule. Mm. We don't have lines. What What is this? You know, I didn't know what I was mm. doing. Um, was it, you said it was. Like, what was the transition? Was it hard for you to start being transparent? Or It was hard because, you know, I'm. I am an OG, not just by like being there a long time, but you know, I'm not 20 years old. So really, <laughs> no, can you stop? Cut it out. <laughs> but you know, there wasn't social media. There wasn't like stars didn't talk to the media. Like the biggest stars never talked to the media. Mm-hmm. You never saw Brad Pitt talk to no, the media. You no. never saw, you know, these huge yeah. uh, Tom Cruise. He never talked to the media. And then once he did, everything started going crazy. So we didn't have this thirst for, you know, blood like you see in social media now. Mm-hmm. So everything you, you know, people didn't have iPhones. I had my first phone. Let me not tell my age. Let me shut up. Just go ahead. No, no. You, look, you, you, you need to tell your age because you look good no, for your age. Yeah, Thank you do. You. Yes, you. you do. But we didn't have cell phones. You know what I mean? We had the, the phones at home, your your uh, recorder, you mm-hmm. know, what is it with the voice recorder? When people leave you message, you have to go home and press the Answer button. Machine. Yeah. Answer machine. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much, Charlotte. Look, she tried to bury it so far back, she forgot I know, what it was called. I forgot <laughs> what it was called. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, it was a different era. So now, yeah, everything is, everything was just shocking to me. I fought social media Still do. I rarely like to post, but I know it's good for business. It's not good for your mental health, though. No, it's no. not. Mm-mm. It's so toxic and so crazy. And the things that people say, like, again, making up stuff, like, just as you, oh, you know, whatever they feel like saying, it can just make up a lie. And then all of a sudden it's, it spreads and then people really believe it. Like, even saying people are dead. Like, you know how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen a rumor run like that. Right. It's like, no. Nah. And the person got to be like, y'all, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Like, why, like, why, why do you have that? to be put in a position of, like, yeah. fact-checking? Yeah. Like if you're alive or not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. I see your, your people in the background, like, okay, time oh, to go. Got to wrap it up. Not allowed to talk over 45 minutes. No. Are you already ready to do that? Just not related, right? No, we could be. Both of y'all last name Moore. Yeah, so I'm Jessica Moore and then I didn't know that was your last name. I just thought you were just hilarious, but yeah. Your family in Baltimore? Always be like when when she when she first came on the show, I'd be like, "That's my aunt, y'all." Because she, I used to say it all the time. Oh, you did. Yeah, just because you're you're a beautiful woman. And we both brown. Thank you. Yes, I'm like, yeah. that's my aunt. People ain't believe me, and it's fine. <laughs> but, you know, I just used to say it all the time. That's my aunt. So, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, old auntie. She yeah. cutting up. Now, I have family in Virginia, uh, Louisiana, um, primarily. But yeah. not, not Baltimore. Not Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. So now they know it's a lie. <laughs> all right, for real. Well, tell them when they can catch out the, uh, check out the uh, Lifetime Abducted show. Abducted Off the Street. That's right. February yes. 10th. Abducted Off the Street is coming out on Saturday at 8 mm-hmm. p.m. on Lifetime. Everybody, please support this movie. This is how we're going to bring our black girls who are missing, our black women who are missing home. And if something ever happens to your family, you can figure out how to survive, mm-hmm. how to get out, and how to see your family again. All right. Well, let's Kenya Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 